So you bought a car and either didn't get a title or you lost it before you put it into your name. What do you do? Also, if you're selling a car, here's information about how to protect yourself from problems that the buyer creates later with your vehicle. If you purchased a vehicle and was handed a title at the time of sale, which you should have gotten, but before you switch it to your name, that title was lost, damaged, white out, ripped, cross out, and somehow now it's not usable, now you have a problem. Because the DMV or Secretary of State or PennDOT, whichever state you're a resident of, has a different organization that issues titles. You're gonna find out, or you already found out, that they're not gonna give you a new title with your name on it unless you have a proper previous title signed over to you by the prior owner in good condition. If that title's ripped, damaged, has a cross out, they're not gonna accept it. So if the title was lost or damaged, you have a problem. Now, if you never got a title from the seller, that's an even bigger problem because it indicates that the seller is trying to get one over on you without giving you a title. So what do you do? Well, you have a few options. First thing is, remember this, you cannot get a new title just with a bill of sale. If you have a bill of sale, that's great. You're gonna need it for some of the other processes to get a title, but by itself, as a direct activity, you cannot just walk in with a bill of sale, slap it on the counter, and get you a new title. You're gonna have to jump through some hoops. Now, there are methods you can use with a bill of sale to get a title, and we'll talk about those, but it's not gonna be as straightforward as just handing a bill of sale and getting back a title. And the reason why is because a bill of sale is nothing more than a receipt of paying money for a vehicle. It doesn't prove that the seller was the legal owner. It doesn't prove that there's no liens. It doesn't prove that it's the right signature or any other features of a proper transfer. The only document that the DMV will accept to give you a new title is the old title signed over to you. Going to give you a little spoiler alert. There is one other document that you can give to the DMV and have them give you a title, but you're gonna have to wait for the end of video to find out what that is. Now, when I say DMV in this video, we're talking about whatever government agency in your state issues titles. It might be Department of Motor Vehicles, Motor Vehicle Department, Secretary of State, Department of Transportation. Every state calls it something different. So for the purpose of this video, you'll hear us say DMV means Department of Motor Vehicles. Use whatever phrase in your state works. So if you don't have the title, here's your options in this order. Try these first. The first option is to contact the prior owner. Now, if you think you've already done that or you think it's not gonna work, then just go ahead and fast forward a few minutes until you get to the next thing. But before you do that, be aware that most people believe that they've already tried to get a title from the last owner and failed, but they didn't do it the right way that might work. So if you wanna just forget about it, go ahead and skip forward three or four minutes. But if you wanna maybe look at other options for a prior owner, here's what they are. If you just call up the last owner of the vehicle and say, hey, get me a duplicate title, they're either gonna tell you to go pound sands because they're not gonna deal with the DMV or they might say, yeah, I'll do that, but never get back to you. We get four or 500 phone calls a day 
in our title office, and usually 40 or 50 of them, or more actually, will say, yeah, I bought a car, I tried to contact the owner, and they won't call me back, or they said they're getting it, and I haven't heard back from them. If you are sold somebody a car, and you got their money, you're not going to jump through hoops to go to DMV to get them a title. Who wants to go to DMV anyways? Who wants to deal with the title division? So somebody who already got the money, sold you a car, they're not going to go out of their way to deal with all that hassle. So don't just call them up and tell them to do it. Don't send them a text message to tell them to do it. Don't contact them on Facebook. If you want them to help you, make it easy for them. Help them help you. Here's what you do. You go ahead and get all the forms and documents for that duplicate title. There's usually two or three forms or documents that that prior owner will need to sign and submit to the DMV to get a title. If you do the work for them, most people are willing to help you out as long as they don't have to have a lot of hassle. Now, it's going to be hassle for you, but it's better than not having a title. So before you give up on the prior owner, get all the forms, get it put together, and then contact them and say, hey, can you do me a favor and just sign this form? In fact, we'll take it one better. Instead of calling them or text messaging them, send them in the mail. Get an envelope, put a stamp on it, mail it to them. That way, it's all tangible. It's in their hand. All they got to do is sign it, mail it back to you, put a return envelope, and try that out. If that doesn't work or you don't want to go through that hassle, then here's step two. And once you hear about step two or three, you might want to come back to prior owner. Option two is a bonded title. Bonded title, B-O-N-D-E-D. -E Not abandoned title, but bonded title. And we'll talk about why you don't want to do an abandoned title. You do not want to do an abandoned vehicle. It will be the worst thing you could ever do. A bonded title is a process where you do go to the DMV titling division and tell them hey i bought this car i promise i didn't steal it take my word for it here's my affidavit of how i bought it here's an application for a title take my word for it oh by the way here is a surety bond which is a guaranteed document issued by a bonding agency to back up what i'm telling you so give me my title based on the bonded title process surety bond process most states have this. There's eight or nine states that will not allow you to do this. And you can look at our website, cartitles.com, to see what states do it. And once you determine if your state does it, you can go through that process. Yeah, you're going to have to jump through some hoops. You're going to have to fill out affidavits, sign some forms, get a surety bond. You probably have to get the vehicle inspected. You may have to mail out some notices to the prior owner. So remember what we talked about on option one? You may have to do that anyway. So you might as well try to see if you get back a response from the prior owner because when you get to the bonded title process, you might have to have mailed those letters out anyway. So you might as well try that first. Once you submit all that to the DMV title division, they will issue you a bonded title. Good to go. Now, the only problem is if you're looking to sell the vehicle, you may have difficulty selling the vehicle with that title that says bonded on it, stamped in big letters, because there's a lot of buyers who do not know what bonded title means, and they might reject your sale. 
So if you're going to sell the vehicle, you might want to think about another option. But if you're just going to keep it, don't worry about it. Now, in most states, you can also remove the designation for bonded title from the vehicle after a certain number of years, maybe two, three years, four years, depends on your state and the value of the vehicle. So bonded title is a very valid method to get a title. Option number three is a loophole that some people will use. It's called the Vermont Bill of Sale loophole. And if your vehicle is older than 15 years, so currently it's 2022, 15 years would be a 2007 model or older. So 2007, 2006, 2005, 2004 and older, you can apply by mail to the state of Vermont and get a registration. You're not getting a title, you're getting a registration. Now, the reason that that helps you is because Vermont as a state is what's called a non-titling jurisdiction. What that means is they actually don't give titles for vehicles older than 15 years. They only give a registration, but that is their form of ownership. So it's equivalent to a title in their eyes. Once you receive that registration, you can then bring that to your state to exchange for a title because now you have a proof of ownership from a government agency that you exchange for a title, right? So this is used a lot. You can do some research on it and you can check out, again, the website cartitles.com explains it more, but there's some downsides to this too. One of the downsides is your vehicle has to be older than 15 years. The other downside is you have to pay sales tax to the state of Vermont and they calculate that tax by taking the full blue book value of the vehicle times their tax rate, which is 6%. They don't go by your bill of sale. They don't care if your vehicle's in rough shape. They don't care if it's beat up and old. They're going to look at the full book value of the vehicle to calculate your tax. So for example, if you have a vehicle that is worth $10,000 on the book, not what it's worth in real life or market value or what you paid for it, you have to pay $600 in tax. Now, if it's worth it to get a title, then you might have to do that. But that's the downside. So you have to trade off which of these has the least objectionable problem for you. Is it tax? Is it bonded? And some of the other methods have other problems too. So that's one downside. Here's another downside. You might get that Vermont registration, bring it to your state, and they might say, this is not a title. We're not going to give you a title. Now, what we recommend if that happens is waiting a couple days and going back to the DMV and talking to somebody else because technically that is a valid ownership document because Vermont doesn't issue titles. It may be that the person that you're speaking to at your state DMV is not aware that Vermont doesn't give titles. They're not aware that that form is their version of a title. We recommend getting what's called the Vermont Title Bulletin and attaching it to the registration. So it's an official document on the Vermont DMV letterhead that explains that this is their version of a title. They don't give titles for cars that old. That way it will make it easier for your state to see that what you're trying to do is the proper thing, but you might get a hassle for your state. So those are the pros and cons. Option number four 
is a court order title or a magistrate title. And this is usually a last resort after you've tried or eliminated options one, two, three from your consideration. And this court order title is a process where you go to the court in the county where you reside and you file a court case against the vehicle. It's kind of like a lawsuit. And what you're doing is you're asking the court or the judge to declare you to be the owner of that vehicle by court order. So at the end of your case, the judge gives you a form that says, I declare you, Joe Schmo, whatever your name is, to be the owner of this vehicle. And I instruct and command the DMV to issue you a title in your name. And once you get that court order, you can go into the DMV. And remember that bonus we told you about at the end of the video? You can slap that on the counter and say, give me my title. That's the other form, either old title or the court order. And the court order commands and demands that the DMV give you a title in your name from a judge. They have to do it. Now, what are the downsides to the court order title? Well, the first one is it can take a long time. Because depending upon the backlog of your state, every state has different backlogs, you might have to wait a month for your first hearing at the court. You go to your first hearing, they're going to have you tell them what happened. I bought this car, I didn't get a title, the guy's not calling me back. You're going to tell your story, just like people tell us all day long. And the judge will say, well, okay, that makes sense. Here's what I want you to do. And they're going to give you some instructions. You might have to get the vehicle inspected. You might have to send a letter to the DMV. You might have to send a letter to the prior owner. Remember that prior owner letter is something you probably want to try anyways, because all these other processes are going to require it at some point. And then the judge will say, and all here's what we'll do. We are also going to do some background checking on this vehicle ourselves, just to make sure what you're saying is true. So give us a month or so, and we'll notify you when we're done with our stuff. Make sure you're done with your stuff and then you can come back for another hearing and we'll see about your title. So during that time, the judge and the court will do some research, background checks, title checks, whatever they're going to do. You do the things they told you to do and make sure you do it because if you don't, you're going to fail. And then when you're done, you get a notice in the mail. Hey, your, your title research is done. Let's make another appointment for another hearing. And you check out the calendar on the court docket. You make another appointment. You go for another hearing and the judge is going to say, hey, did you do the stuff that we told you to do? Yep, I sent my letters. Here's a copy. I put this notice in the newspaper, whatever they told you to do. And the reason why there's no one set of steps is because every court is different. Courts are at the local level. There are 3,611 counties in the country. Every county has a different court and they can all do things a different way. Even within the same court, the judge can make you do something different than the next person who has the same case because it's all up to the judge. It's very subjective. So once you show what you did, he's going to pull up the file that his clerk did a background check, VIN check, lien check. They're going to say, yep, everything looks okay. Your stuff looks okay. I'm awarding you a judgment of ownership. And they might give it to you right on the spot. They might sign an order and hand it to you. They might have to mail it to you in a week or two. Once you get that court order, run to the DMV as soon as you can. 
apply for a title with that order and you'll get your title. How long is that going to take? Well, it depends upon the backlog of the court in your jurisdiction. It could take two or three months. We've had people say it takes eight or nine months, depending upon their county. So if you're in a hurry, you might want to try something else that's faster. Like if your car's an impound and you have to get a title to get it out. How did we guess that that might be your scenario? It's almost like we hear that story a lot. And if you need your title fast to sell it, you might want to try a different method because the court order title, it can take a while. But the upside to that is it's very inexpensive. The court fees in most cases are less than $100, 40 or $50. But you're going to have to go to court two or three times and you're going to have to wait a while. The other upside, the benefit of that is it's almost guaranteed. As long as the vehicle's not stolen, as long as it doesn't have any liens on it, as long as you don't lie to the court about how you got the vehicle and everything checks out and your story is verified, you're probably going to get your court order. The other disadvantage is when you file that case, there is no form for you to fill in the blanks. The court doesn't have a form where it says, put your name, put your address and give it to us. You have to type up what's called a complaint or a notice or a petition, which is a legal document that the court has certain requirements of is it single space double space how do you for how do you put the words how do you word the language of that form because there's no blank sheet with you fill in the blanks you have to start with an empty paper and make it up on your own it's a little tricky the court can't help you with that either they're not allowed to give you legal advice nobody's allowed to give you legal advice about how to fill out a court petition except for an attorney and you probably don't want to hire an attorney for a car title because they're going to charge you an arm and a leg right attorneys charge three or four hundred an hour it might be a minimum of four or five hours you could be on the hook for fifteen hundred two thousand just to get an application written up there are some resources that you can use at the website cartitles.com to get some ideas about how to start but you may have to even do a little more legwork. Another trick you can use for a court order title is to find another court case in that county. It has nothing to do with you. Just find any court case that's filed ongoing, even one that's completed, and look at how the paperwork is filed. What is the format of the paperwork? That might give you some ideas about what that court requires for a petition format and use that as a guideline for your court order title. If you are a vehicle seller and you wanna make sure you don't run into problems yourself after you sell a vehicle, we recommend going to the DMV with your buyer and make sure they switch it over to their name right at the moment that you sell it. Because if they don't and they just take your title and they don't switch it right away, maybe they put it in a drawer what could happen is that buyer could lose the title or it could get damaged or he could spill coffee on it and he's not able to switch it to their name. And the next thing you know, they're calling you up, bugging you every five minutes. Give me another title. Give me a duplicate, which you can always blow them off, but they know where you live. Your name and address is on that title. So they might come knocking on your door and that could be inconvenient. And if you don't help them, they can get mad at you. Who knows what they could do? What if the buyer doesn't switch it over to their name? And they drive it around and they crash the car and they take off. They do a hit and run. Well, now that VIN number of the car, when they look it up, it's going to come back to your name. So now you have somebody coming at your door that has a badge on. That might not be good either. They might rack up parking fees 
or traffic tickets that could attach to your driver's license. So make sure when you sell a vehicle that you are, are sure that it gets transferred immediately. Don't leave it up to the buyer. At the very least, make a photocopy of the title signed over to the buyer with their signature and a bill of sale and a copy of their ID. So if something does happen later, you have proof that you sold that vehicle. So, I mean, I'm going to make up a very extreme dramatic example, but if somebody uses it in a drive-by and robs a bank and then, you know, there's some kind of terrorist, you're not going to be, you know, facing consequences for something you didn't do. Make sure that the vehicle's transferred properly. And it's good to help the buyer too, to make sure that they don't run into problems later with a title. If you're selling a vehicle and you don't have a title to give before you sell it, make sure you get a title to give so that way your buyer is again, not coming back to bother you later. Selling a vehicle is a simple process, but it is a legal process. It's a transfer of a legal asset. It's not just as simple as selling, you know, an old typewriter on a tag sale. It's a titled asset that requires paperwork to transfer. And you want to make sure that even if your buyer doesn't care about it, you're taking responsibility to have that transfer done properly. So it doesn't come back to bite you and to help out your buyer, make sure that they're protected on their new ownership so that you don't have to solve the problem later because you anticipated a difficulty and help the buyer avoid it in the first place.